Hello, and welcome to Enough Liquor, a podcast where we impress you all by eating with a fork instead of a bread crust as we discuss the greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're tackling the 91st episode in the series, Valentine's Day. Uh, another clip show. Woohoo! And what good timing. We're Excellent very timing. Valentine's Day is just in a few days. So, mm-hmm. um, What are your thoughts on this commercial holiday? Well, I also don't like coconut, so I do love, I love Sophia biting the chocolates and putting them back because um, when I was a kid, oh my God, this is so gross. When I was really, really little, I used to lick the like salt off of pretzels or like Doritos and I would put them back and then my poor parents would be like, what the fuck? Like it's mush, a bag of mush. (laughs) So I like that tactic. Also, you have to, how do you know what's in the chocolates? You got to know. I actually, my first comment is the mix of chocolate box seems stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like that that was slash maybe is like still really common. I never could enjoy it because I'm very allergic to nuts. And obviously you you're like, it. what, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun for you. <laughs> will it kill me or will, <laughs> will it be gross or will it be delicious? You know, who knows? But I just think it's really funny. And I, you know, I guess I'm a lady who knows what I like even besides my, my allergies. So it just seems hilarious. And Sophia too. She's like, give me a box of chocolates where I know that I'll enjoy them. This is dumb. What is, yeah, it's so stupid. And actually I have some, uh, it'll come up later, but like, Sophia flipping out because Sal bought a box of chocolates three days ago and acting like it's like this grand gesture is, oh, God, the bar is so low. <laughs> um, so low. Plus, yeah, they're frozen. Uh, right. Also, like, oh, my God, so stupid. But anyway, I think Valentine's Day is really stupid <laughs> as a concept. Same. Um, I feel like it's a very big deal in in this house um and also like you know whatever i'm not gonna rag on people who want to oh the golden girls whatever. house i was like right yeah no, not, not my house no. like you guys have to have a talk <laughs> when we did first start dating she was more and she still is she's generally more into holidays than i am um, but i do think it's like stupid and i feel like especially like there's no good response to it particularly when you're single i feel like there was a wave of people posting like social media has just made it so much more complicated because I feel like people think they need to acknowledge it um and either you acknowledge it with this like sort of like bitter like I'm above it reaction which I personally think I'm above it so you know no shame but like (laughs) totally I I just feel like it's hard it puts it makes people feel anything that makes people feel bad because they're not something I don't like and to be honest I do feel like that's my big hang-up about Valentine's Day is like I don't need to make people feel bad for not being in a relationship I mean a thousand percent and to my mind like the thing I don't have an issue with is a day in which you decide with your partner or partners or whoever you are showing some sort of loving romantic affection with that you decide that this is just going to be a special day, right? Like to your point of like going out to dinner or like we get each other gifts or we have some sort of gesture. However, (laughs) I think the fact that there is a prescribed day in which everyone involved romantically has to do some sort of service to, I mean, you know, commercialism basically <laughs> like it's like right. you know even even taking aside the capitalist thing out of it it's like the fact that it's just like a day that it's supposed to be romantic feels one like cheating and two it's where you end up with like guys like sal who just like you buy like a fucking bear from walgreens and like that's supposed to represent right. that like you love each other 
like what you know my husband and i do is like we have our anniversary that's ours only you know <laughs> it's just a regular old day and we decide that like we're gonna do xyz thing on that day and that's it and it's not it's not prescribed with somebody else it's not something that you have to talk about on social media and it it's definitely not surrounded by a mixed box of gross chocolates <laughs> or yeah. like or a walgreens bear or like something like that and i just think I'm, I'm totally cool with other people being into it i just think we don't question enough of like you know just this like you have to do it because it's part of our culture i think it's complete bullshit yeah and like you know i the candy thing is interesting because like the, the mixed candies i agree are so silly but michelle does this thing that i actually think is very very sweet is like every time she leaves the house if she's going to like the grocery store or like to like the bodega or something she always comes back with like something for me like like a can't it's usually like a candy bar or like you know like um like That's i love cute. high chew gummies it is really cute and it's like that there is a way to express love and affection through these like small little yeah gestures. through candy or gifts yes right but it's always like it's always something that i like it's not like a whitman sampler where i'm gonna <laughs> eat like the peanut butter ones and leave the rest you know it's just or, like yeah. so or like if you were really into Walgreens bears with plastic sure. parts, I would not big hold collector. that against you. Go no, I could be. You don't know. <laughs> I'm a big collector. Yeah. Move over, Beanie Babies. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so funny. But I think, I mean, going back to your earlier point of like when I was single, I mean, we've talked about all of this with Dorothy of just like it's really frustrating to have all of this pressure and pushing you into a direction that you probably aren't even happy with or a person you're not happy with, or like, right. that's like definitely in a settling standpoint in a way to like have to perform romance. And that's right. the whole thing. It's like, it's just, it's romantic theater for a lot of people. Again, I don't know. And I cannot know the inside of people's actual relationships, but social media and like the commercialism around Valentine's right. day and all of that stuff reads performative to me. And so does something about, like, oh, my God, my husband bought a prepackaged heart told to him by the drugstore that he should get it on this day. Right. <laughs> and, and it's so like, that's happy. supposed to make up for me doing all of the housework, keeping his life in order. Yes. Like, never being mad when he goes out and gets drunk without, like, inviting me or telling me. Or, you know, like, it's the and bar. And don't forget, and, and- losing an entire business on horses. <laughs> child in the hospital by herself like so many things that this guy did that was like and you know um barrett from the um so good we named it golden girls podcast he submitted yes. to our um our contest a couple weeks ago and talking about how low the bar is for the, mm-hmm. the straight guys on the show the husband absolutely like with sophia like everything that she's done for sal he remembers to buy chocolate he's driving her across the country in february in a convertible <laughs> Oh my god, I literally was like, is this car for roof? Yeah. It's freezing in here. Oh my god. But he got her chocolate, so everything's great. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And I think, you know, Barrett also had an interesting point about certain women of like, you almost have to delude yourself because that was actually how bar, how low the bar was set for just women in general. Like that was this is how straight men are and this is what a heterosexual relationship is. This is what a marriage is and you better just get with it. So to a certain extent, you have to sort of like celebrate the smallest shit to like not go insane. To right? not feel bad, but right, totally. I think that there are a lot of, you know, I'm, I am not saying we are anywhere close to being where we should be egalitarian wise in 
you know, the world and in our country and, you know, even in our lives, like we're very fortunate to be born in the era that we are in and have the minds we do and have the opportunities we do as women, yada, yada. I still think people who do have all those opportunities (laughs) and to like to escape this in these days still do celebrate the lowest possible bar when they don't have to. And I I think it's really that's the part that really frustrates me, not as like a coping mechanism when you have no choice, but when you do have a choice and you're making like the lowest choice possible. <laughs> right. Totally. It's really sad. Part of it is, is convincing people or, you know, showing people that they do have a choice. Yes. Um, I feel like that's like the sort of the root of it. Oh, there's um, a lot of work to be done to get there, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know but what yeah. else about this episode that's like so, I feel is so different from like modern dating is like they're all so bummed that they don't have a date on Valentine's Day. But I remember when I was, um, when I was in college, if you weren't like seriously, if you were just like seeing someone, you would not talk like that whole week because you didn't want to have this weirdness of like, are we going out on Valentine's Day? Like I remember right. like specifically two of my friends dealing with this with, with guys they were seeing. And it's like, it's just so different. And I do feel like if you were older in Miami and you were like, you know, dinner and dancing sort of like yeah. level of dating with these guys, like you would expect to go out on this special quote unquote day. Right, exactly. And again, I don't begrudge people who enjoy it as long as you enjoy it and understand that you can have it for the right reasons and that, there shouldn't be any pressure like your right. partner, particularly if he is a man, should also enjoy a display of romance and not have to feel like this is just something that those dumb women make us guys do. And, you know, I think that that's <laughs> yeah. that's my that's my issue. Like and again, absolutely nothing wrong with romance or displays of affection or anything like that, as long as your partner or partners are into it as well. And I think that that's. That's all I want to say about that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Are you clairvoyant? I feel like you're speaking to a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, you're so lucky. I get into a pool. I sink like a stone. <laughs> I also, you know, I can't believe that Rose knows the word buoyant. That feels like a stretch to me. I know. Exactly. It's hysterical. I think it's just like context clues of something that sort of sounds alike. <laughs> I, don't I, think she, yeah. I don't think she quite got there, but she was just making a good guess. <laughs> yeah, I see Oh, it. man. But yeah, just, and, and one, I, I like how I'm like, and that's all I have to say about that. And one more thing. Um, yeah. Just the line of like, you know, Blanche in the beginning is like so intense about, to your point of them, all having dates and, oh my God, it's Valentine's Day. Like, that's also the issue is this, there, there is, there's external pressure uh, from, again, just, <laughs> just growing up with Valentine's Day in school and things, hearing about it in general, like on television the radio social media like going into any store seeing people out with like their walgreens teddy bears and whatnot but the worst is when you have like a close friend that's just like propagating all the social pressure of this made-up holiday and you're like good dude chill out and it's like i feel like i was lucky enough not to have anybody do that in my life but it's also like i think we we as a especially when you're younger so blanche has no excuse but (laughs) but when you are younger it is very easy to accidentally slip into just like just propagating social norms without questioning them and like you're like oh my god i can't believe i even said that you know like not actually exploring like why are you saying that where are you getting that from and you're like i don't i don't know (laughs) 
Right. I, I picked it up it from yeah. society. So exactly. I think it's really interesting. And I think it's important for people to be aware of that kind of stuff of just like, this might, might not be people's things, you know? Yeah. Chill out. To, and not to be like a Scrooge here, but honestly, I feel like about most holidays. Like, I'm not into them. I don't like, yeah. I don't believe in, you know, I hate society telling me what to do. <laughs> I hate True. like the idea of christmas gifts like like why why am i it's the same thing it's like why am i gonna spend 17.95 on this mug for you because i don't know what to get you because i know we're not actually close but i you know like i feel like it's all the same of this like fake um these fake gestures and so like and it does make sense of course that these girls buy into it particularly for valentine's day particularly for something that's like romantic and and whatever about dating but um I just, yeah, I don't love it. Well, I, think, Sal, I think it's interesting. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, like, Sal sucks. Like, I, I keep, we keep going back to it, but, like, he's not handy. He's not a good provider. Like, he does the bare minimum. Know, I, right. You're just, like, grasping at straws to, like, prove that he loves you. And that's. Ugh, Sophia's no dad is right. I hate to say it, but, you yeah, know, we got to get into yeah. that. I but told one... you where he was going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But one note, which was so fascinating, we were talking about all holidays, right? And I think that this ties into the generation that the girls come from versus us. Because, and this is the whole, like, you know, conservatives cry of, like, we've lost traditions and all that kind of stuff. And, like, yeah, there's there's a certain truth to that. But there's a reason for it. Because I feel like, let's, let's say, let's not even take Valentine's Day. Although there would be dances, probably, around Valentine's Day at the time. But, like, Fourth of July. Like, most of the time in different right. places in America, your only access to fireworks ever was going to be on 4th of July because your town was going to do something to it. Like now, you just order them from China off the internet. You can set off fireworks right now on January, whatever. Yeah, you know? have yourself a hot dog. <laughs> on February, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you can, <laughs> correct. You, you can, I can eat a hot dog when the fuck ever I want. But even things like that where it's like, um, you know, I remember like when I lived away from my parents, I would come home for Christmas and it would be this whole thing with like expensive tickets and all these other flights. And like in recent years, especially with pandemic, we've like rearranged things. And yeah, we have it like in December, but like, there's no reason we can't have Christmas on like the 17th, <laughs> you know, I know. We, we can do it as, and decide for ourselves. There's nothing absolutely special about this particular day. And yes, again, eras and times like, the Christmas celebration is like on the 24th in your town square. And that's when everybody does whatever it is. And, you know, I'm trying to think of like another example, like Labor Day, you know, you get off from work and like there was, there was more of like a, this is a community thing, but this is kind of the only time that people are doing this. So it was like, it was all like this unifying factor. We, our world is so different now. (laughs) We have access to so many different things and there's no reason I think to have a lot of those pressures. And I, I think, again, that's where the, the, not only the social, like, Oh, this is what it means to be in love on Valentine's right. day. Not even that part. It's just like, that's what it was. Valentine's day was like the special day that you celebrated love because there were a bunch of events going on that a bunch of other people were doing too. So right. anyway, it's just really interesting. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Doesn't, no, I the agree. timing doesn't have to be quite as, intense as it once was i guess St. valentine's day massacre only happens one day you know so you yeah. line it up i said a st valentine's day massacre. yeah i do love that also my god how like light-hearted about something so horrible oh it's just a bunch of guys <laughs> like holy shit
Angelo, so good. (laughs) I'm really, really happy that they brought him back to play this role. It's so great. Um, This is Chicago, not Sicily. You're just a little homesick about men being murdered on the wall. (laughs) Yeah. I beat against better walls than this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say, going back to the whole, you know, um, Sal uh, sucking. Yeah. And obviously it's a very classic, you know, father-in-law situation here to be like, what a loser. I absolutely love the line and forgot about it until I watched it this time where she goes, he's doing his best. And he goes, and that doesn't scare you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a fucking comeback. That is like the best insult ever of like, yeah, that's his best. <laughs> that's fucked exactly. up, man. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so good. <clears throat> but yeah, I that one is like my absolute favorite line of the entire thing and more so than you know <laughs> wearing like having a convertible car in Chicago and, and all the other ridiculous yeah, things about this flashback. It's there. <laughs> um maybe my favorite line is in a little bit different what way it's when they are coming back to the kitchen. And um, Blanche is like, good idea, Rose, go get it. And then yeah. Rose is like, no, it's like, Dorothy, make her get it. It's, make so, her get like, it. <laughs> it's so true of like a family, which I think is so lovely to see the girls function yes. that way. And it also feels very like oldest siblings. Like, I feel like I will, I wouldn't growing up, like I would be like, oh, hey, Zach, like, don't you want like some chips? Yeah. And he would be like, sure. And I'd be like, you better go get them. You know? Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Oh my god, so great. <laughs> um, yeah, do you see do you have anything else about the the flashback, the first one, you know, other than the fact that it's like weak sauce with Sal and Sophia's dad is right? No, no, we can move to the nudie camp. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. I think the lodge set is so great. Yeah. <laughs> like where they walk. <laughs> I think it's the most actually like iconic holiday golden girl scene for me i know we just went on a whole <laughs> tangent about how we don't like valentine's day but the three of them behind the hearts the they're, they're, it's like i think if i had to think of like a golden girls holiday episode that's the visual that comes to my head oh yeah absolutely it'd be a great halloween costume too yeah <laughs> old smoky <laughs> totally also you know in keeping in line with the fact that this is like our third run of like horned up golden girls episodes where would you like me to put this? Oh, buy me a drink and we'll talk. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, I have it in all caps. I just have dang next to it. <laughs> I mean, god. it is so easily missed. Just like so many of these lines. But wow, put this. Sneaky. That's sneak by the set. That is real intense. That is more vulgar than just point the way oh it's on the second floor which by the way is like like the world's fastest boner or what i i mean i guess he's into her (laughs) (laughs) like you have to have some reverb on that one that one popped up real fast (laughs) take that ernie (laughs) yes that's some eddie level shit yeah um Also, when they're in, they're in the room, the way this is again, I feel very sibling like, right? Where like when Rose, when Dorothy is reading the brochure, and the way Rose winces because she knows she <laughs> fucked up, it's so awesome. All of a sudden, beats down on your face. <laughs> but it's it's again, it's it's a real sign of maturity from Rose, where like. 
you know, th- contrast this with the uh, the vacation episode where she also, you know, like she falls for like a scammy brochure, right? Ocean mm-hmm. View, and like she pays. You know, my travel agent said it'd be easier to pay everything in advance. You know, all of that kind of stuff that they get like scammed. But right. this time, it's entirely Rose's fault. Yeah, David Horowitz. <laughs> Absolutely, David Horowitz. Exactly where she's like, "Oh my God, it's misrepresentation." Just the fact that she winces, where she's like, "Yep, yep, yeah, I fucked up." <laughs> oh, you know, it's like her, like. Oh my god like should have caught that <laughs> totally <laughs> it's so incredible um i love when they're all talking about like how bad it is and then um blanche is like horrible you like she's over by the, oh god yeah the window. it's like she's yes. like volleyball listening but like in and out um yeah absolutely so she's so distracted but i do love how quickly like dorothy and rose go from it's disgusting they literally say it's disgusting to Let's rip all of our clothes off because I'm hungry. I know. There's like also there's a middle ground. Like it's clothing option. <laughs> you guys can still wear your clothes and just not be uncomfortable by everyone else. Like <laughs> it's hysterical. But then of course, you know, like you said, there's the iconic scene where they're just like sneaking down the steps and it, it's such great physical comedy and like the throwing of the blanket yeah. and the implication that they're naked. And it's like it's so fascinating. But but then it's such a bummer, and it's funny that they always dress for dinner, but, like, I don't like that the waiter is so body-shaming. I feel like they should get yeah, their money back. I know. I Yeah, and also, I don't, I feel like the staff at a clothing optional resort would never be like that, so. No, exactly. It's, like, totally not, yeah. Like, this this guy was hired from the outside only for these clothing dinners. <laughs> like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have quite this experience, um, but I did one time stay at a hotel that was um there was like a clothing optional deck it was like a it was geared towards um lgbt people uh-huh. and this guy that i had met in the pool the day before and like had <laughs> drinks with or whatever i saw him on the nudie deck totally naked and i was like i, I the like nudie I was, like, deck <laughs> i did feel like i was like rose i was like uh, 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 and he was like how you do it and i was like i can't talk i think years ago at this point but like I when I was watching this episode I was like reliving it <laughs> well it is funny because it's like I you know let's not go as far as Dorothy says it's disgusting you know right. with that but like it's it's not our typical lifestyle and it's no. like it is, it is pretty alarming particularly growing up in prudy America where right. you don't often see like boobs and dongs you know like hanging out yeah. there and yeah it's it can be a bit of a shock it's really yeah, interesting it's- <laughs> Oh God. But yeah, so I you know, that one that one's just like it's a good time. There's obviously problematic elements of it. No nudist uh area or resort would ever be like that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it is, you know, it is fun that they eventually get to the point where they want to be comfortable in that environment. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um <laughs> the next part is always just funny because it's the same bar where you know she uh has her blind date and it's the same bar with clayton it's the same bar set and everything like that yeah um i think it's just i always laugh so hard where this guy's like that's so romantic proposing over champagne i never think of things like that where it's like exactly our conversation yeah. earlier where it's like what does society say an engagement is they say it's a diamond ring and champagne <laughs> right <laughs> exactly it's the most possible cliche thing you could ever do you know and it's just also just... you're at a restaurant so like it's not <laughs> a big leap to be like we'll get you know we're at a we're gonna have a fancy dinner like 
what goes right. with fancy dinner like it's not my guy you should be thinking of that like, yeah it's not it's not like george's romantic picnic where he packed champagne you know to hide behind a bush you know if only he had looked at it the first time this. absolutely will you be my wife like big fucking deal like and after it started start crying i mean yeah it's so funny and it's like not even a restaurant it's like a tavern yeah <laughs> oh, eating, like a burger that's my <laughs> that's my favorite part and it's like actually proposing over burgers fucking awesome sounds great yeah. sign me up yeah you, know? you don't um, have to think of the champagne right but it's just funny because it's like the idea of what it should be and it's like right. it's such a it's this prescribed notion where you're act. We're actually at the point in society where I'm like, that's actually unoriginal, right? <laughs> for sure, annoying because it sounds like you're just trying to mimic something that that should happen. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, I think but... this this little stanza, like storyline, is also yeah. so um, indicative that there are gay writers on the staff because, like, yes. they always want to work a gay story, and even this is pretty. It, you know, there's a message to it for sure. And I think at the time it was probably very, um, you took a lot away from it. Watching it now, this is kind of like, a, like you know, it's not any big thing at this point right. in 2022. Um, but I, I just feel like, you know, the fact that they worked that into a Valentine's Day episode. And it is so sort of unremarkable. Um, just right. is, is really actually while also being the punchline of the scene right which like but like nowadays it reads not as a punchline in and of itself but a punchline for somebody like blanche to whom it is unexpected yeah you know like to whom she thinks the whole time she's talking about you know and rose like does girlfriend ever show up um (laughs) (laughs) but i if i always find myself wondering particularly because it's the same place that she meets clayton at um is what like is this before or after Clayton often happens with these things like you're open to something until it happens to you and touches like your personal life so she might be like oh I'm you know I guess some things do change like yeah a guy can have a guy just not my brother not my baby brother you know so but I always (laughs) I think it's interesting of like what you know this flashback what what time period is this how how advanced are you if it happened before Clayton that would explain why she thinks it's a gay bar (laughs) yeah that's very true so <laughs> a converted one. Oh my yeah. god. It <laughs> just gave me another flashback to that horrible guy where you're like, Lois Barr. Oh my god. I'd rather go out with you, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Julio Glacius is lurking. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then of course we have, you know, our final flashback scene is the the iconic condom scene and Blanche's speech, which is so awesome. Oh, um, good. Yeah, this is the best one, for sure. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Out of all of them, for sure. But what I think is so funny is that I, I'm so taken by Blanche's speech all the time that I completely forgot that at the end, Dorothy goes, I have no idea who this woman is. I bought these for my brother. I, me too. I totally forget about that. And I was like, also, girl, that's way worse. I was just You're 65. That's six way... years old. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> the ultra sensitive <laughs> Jesus I'd like a package Christ. of these, please. It's so oh good. Oh my, my god, that whole thing is like perfect. No notes. Le- yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Even um, it, with Dorothy's face when she takes the mic and she's like looking, you know, it's so. I know. It's just so, and it's so fast that you could easily miss it. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's that's what I'm saying. It's like I could not believe that that never like stuck in my brain. <laughs> that's part of it. So funny. 
oh my god but um <laughs> anyway it's so you know i that's that's a wonderful spot and then we we come back to like oh it turns out you know in in present time it turns out that all three of the guys were lying <laughs> I know. about ditching the dates so i was like what winners you just got three lies like listen you know me i'm a huge surprise fanatic but when you like have to ruin someone's plans to the point where like your date tells you to drop dead <laughs> a little much and, like i mean come on man like seriously it's like i i don't think that conceit is worth it also like if i were blanche and like somebody ditched me i would literally just not be dressed up or ready to go whatsoever i'd be like i'm getting back in my pjs and my fucking you know robe and getting out the ben and jerry's yeah (laughs) i'm ready to go dinner and dancing (laughs) what's funny is like if it were sooner after like if it was only a few minutes in between where they like did something surprise them and And i do the doorbell cute when they all show up like i i allow that concession but um also they've been like eating ice cream whatever and you're right like who would sit there in their like ball gown you know like they would have been (laughs) totally checked out by that point exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) or you're like stewing on things or asking somebody else on a date for christ's sake (laughs) hey my date you know why didn't you call mel bushman you know i mean like she could already be like halfway throughout of africa right now seriously <laughs> yeah that's why i don't like surprises i feel like there's always some sort of like duplicitous i don't i don't care for them <laughs> oh the duplicitous yeah i love <laughs> oh my weird. god but what a get of julio iglesias like what a great like and he's in this oh, for like yeah, i don't know i know a minute and a half <laughs> but what a draw oh, i mean like, not all over. even not even that was like 45 seconds i also think yeah. it's really funny <laughs> That, like, I mean, honestly, I've even seen those, like, TV Guide advertisements where it was, like, you know, or the previews where it's, like, Julio Glacis is on tonight's episode of The Golden Girls. Like, it wasn't a surprise. Like, they were, like, he is there. Sure. Um, <clears throat> which, which was funny that they advertised the hell out of him because they do have, in the episode, the conceit of you thinking that it's actually just somebody doing his voice. Because, like, they have a conversation, like, off camera. Right. for a little bit so you actually think that he's not going to be there and then he walks out which i think is really funny because it's like you know it's like the george bush thing where it's like yeah. you know ah oh ah bush. it's a huge reveal <laughs> exactly exactly but it's like yeah it's kind of a funny like duplicitous thing um but again you know he's coming because they were like he's gonna be on the, the episode of golden girls tonight yeah for sure which is hilarious and it's like you know that they only had that scene. There's like not even close to any sort of rehearsal with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> oh, but you know what? What a great get. Like you said, there he goes. <laughs> Everybody enjoy your Valentine's Day however you see fit, whether it's completely ignoring it or buying a Walgreens teddy bear and coconut candy. <laughs> yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. I love those little chalky hearts, you know? I'm going to get oh, some yeah? of those conversation hearts is that yeah, what they're be called <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then it was like <laughs> do you remember this era too in like the 90s it was like beat me <laughs> like beepers yeah. and stuff and it was all yeah. like we've modernized <laughs> i know oh, oh my god so funny oh boy anyway all right. that's all i got for this one what about you yeah that's it all right Join us uh, next time. We're going to discuss suffocating lightning bugs in glass jars. (laughs) (laughs) Take care.